Do you love human design, but sometimes feel off-put by the gatekeeping and culty vibes? We did too. Here at Human Design Hot Topics, we encourage breaking the human design rules and experimenting for yourself. Take what resonates and leave the rest. We will be sharing the controversial pieces of human design, as well as challenging our guests to spill their guts. Hey, everybody. We started without you. <laughs> um, this is Hot Topics, and we, and we as myself, Janelle and Rebecca, could not be more stoked to have I'm this so person excited. on. Yeah. I can't even, I mean, I know you're a nice person, so you'd obviously say yes, but like, you probably have a lot of shit going on. You don't so, know I'm a nice person, do you? I mean, you, you come off as a nice person, but you also come off as a, I don't really care if you like what I have to say or not person. Uh, yes. So I like that. Um, he's a one, three splenic projector. This is Travis Day, everybody. Travis Day. Thank you so much. I'm stoked to be here as well. <laughs> Um, you're speaking my language already. So we're both from California. So yes. And we've all three already cried. So this is going to be a good one. Yes. Yes. We just <laughs> dove right in and yeah, it's been great. So I finally was yeah. like, yo, we need to record so we can share this with the people. Yeah, like, shut up Janelle. We have to start. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And the reason we're so excited to have Travis on is because I personally think, and I feel like Rebecca probably agrees with me for the most part that the way that you share, the style that you share in, the words that you choose, the things that you choose to share about, it's just very interesting because sometimes it hits me and I'm like, hey, well, that's not cool. Don't, don't say that about my human design. Like, this is not nice. And then it like gets in my brain. I'm like, well, actually that totally makes sense. And I look at this thing and I've even messaged you. I was like, I can't quit my job as a server, you jerk. Quit telling mm. me to stop doing that. Mm. Even though you're obviously not telling me, but <laughs> I felt yes. very personally victimized yes. by what you have to say, but like mm. in the best way possible. Yeah. And so I knew that Hot Topics would be a good place because this is where we want to talk mm. about human design in a way that is however we want. <laughs> however... <laughs> Well, I'm so flattered that you feel personally provoked because I feel like a lot of my energy is really meant to do that. You know, the 2551 to get people to do things that they normally wouldn't do. I'm very good at that. Um, mm -hmm. And I fucking love human design so much. Like I mm -hmm. like it's changed my life in so many ways. I'm deep into the source material. Like I really, I'm not a believer by any means, but I keep testing it out and it keeps working and it's, it's dramatically changed my life. And um so I, it just comes from a place of love, you know, when I'm, I'm not necessarily critiquing the system, but a lot of the stuff I see in the community and that's out there right now doesn't fucking work, you know, and it's mm -hmm. disempowering. Yeah. So that's the only reason it comes, um, it comes out of my love. So. Well, it yeah. totally makes sense because with your incarnation crash, you're kind of here to show people what doesn't work and use logic in a way that it makes people go, <laughs> But hey, this sounds so smart, but I don't like this. Yeah. So, and <laughs> when I when I read about your cross out, I love the sentence. It says, what parts of life do others overlook? Hmm. And I feel like you really jump into those parts of life. And when I yeah. when me, when I say that is when I watch your stories, you are everywhere. You're over <laughs> in this country and doing this and you're on a bike and you're surfing and you're, <laughs> and it just looks so fun and amazing. And I feel like a lot of times people, 
overlook the fun part of yes. life. And mm-hmm. I don't think that you have overlooked that. Preach. <laughs> I'm not always having fun, but that is a, I love that because I think that's really what I've been seeing so much in human design lately is like, is anyone having fun anymore? Or is everyone mm. just like worried about being right and like arguing about what it means? <laughs> like you guys are missing the point. Cause Who's if you're the most correct. Fun, I'm the most right. correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're yeah. not self. You're not self. No I'm not shit. talking to you. I'm, all, I'm not self half the time. So just leave I'm it alone. I'm only self at all times. I'm just living my design. Oh, perfectly. I like that. I love that. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or I love when people get in arguments about what Ra actually said. Like, yeah. okay, y'all. Calm down. <laughs> he didn't know what he was saying half the time. He was, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he wasn't. Well, he was Ra Ruhu. He wasn't Robert anymore. But I really believe like the things that were coming out of him were so like divinely orchestrated, you know. And it's just yeah. like, wow, how can we even grasp a, a lot of this stuff? And her and I have talked about this, just like you said about yourself. His design was built to provoke people yeah. and to say things that would make them angry or make them think yeah. or stir some shit up. Yeah. And so that's why sometimes when you like read the material that it does that to you because that's his yeah. voice is to yeah. do that i mean he's shock man so yeah when you first said that to me rebecca i was like oh my god that is why sometimes i'm like it hits me weird and i know he has like a yeah i don't know i feel like he likes projectors but he doesn't like at the same yeah. time so yeah that's an interesting thing because from what i could tell especially with a mental projector he's basically like look here's a bit of information that i have but y'all are gonna mm. have to figure it out and teach yourselves is that the vibe you've gotten it's so i i think you could really see his moods change because sometimes you listen and it's there's so much love and fun and sarcasm and it's amazing <laughs> and then other ones you're like oh he was in a bad mood today because it's yeah. just like he's like spewing like it's truth still but it's truth in a way that's like i don't want to listen to this anymore like fuck i just mm-hmm. wasted 20 dollars on jovian archive to hear it raw like in a bad mood like this <laughs> about love and relationships like i feel so uh just like I'm just gonna be single forever. So <laughs> oh my gosh, I've had those moments too, and I got that was one thing I was gonna bring up because I listened to you on the coffee talk, um, mm. and you talked a little bit about relationships and being a one three. You said some things that really hit me. Yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm not alone mm. <laughs> in some of these things. Um, but yeah, has human design helped yeah. you in the relationship aspect as well? Yes and no. Um, <laughs> First of all, that's a true story. I, I emailed Jovian Archive to ask him for a refund because uh, I was like, "This you said in the description, this is what it was going to be. And it was pretty much raw, just like going off on a, on a, like a bad mood. Did they give you oh a refund? Yeah, yeah. They were super cool. <laughs> of course they did. Yeah, oh, they that's were, amazing. Yeah, they were really, really cool about it. My so. undefined heart would never. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know how you ask for refunds because I can't do that shit. Oh, well. Oh, if it's not up to my standards, I'm like, oh, I want my money back. Oh, my, you know, this is why you, prom- you promised something. Um, but yeah, so re- yeah, relationships. What do you want to talk about? Relationships? I can go off on any <laughs> tangent now. Um, to me, the the most beautiful thing human design offers you about relationships is just like that. 
There's, th there's areas where you speak the same language and there's areas where you don't speak the same language in everybody. And where you don't speak the same language, all you need is awareness. And with awareness comes acceptance. And it, with acceptance comes like, hey, you could be in a relationship with anybody. You may not want to, it may not be a, a good one for you, um, but you're aware like, hey, we're not doing anything to each other. This is just the way it, it is. Um, mm, I totally agree. Awareness is a has been a huge uh, word for me when it comes to human design because at first I was trying to fix things and change things. Uh, and I've had people ask me, can you change your design? And I'm like, no, this is what <laughs> it is. But I wasn't listening to that. I was like, except for me, I'm going to change this part of it. And then I realized, crap, I have to accept this which helped me to accept like my husband's design. Um, yeah. I've been married for what, almost seven years. Huh. This one's single, but she's got kids. Uh, um, very, very single. But, <laughs> but I feel like the more I get in human design, the more I'm like, I don't know if I want to deal with y'all. <laughs> like I'm a one, three mental projector. You've got to like, yeah. you've got to bring something. Come on. <laughs> you've got to bring something. But I many... also, sorry, go ahead, Travis. Yeah. I was gonna say, how many kids do you have? Two. They're, two. Okay. They're 16 and 18. Hmm. Um, manifester and projector. So we're all non-sacral in the house, which is great. Right. Um, but their dad was a two, four gem generator, sacral generator with like the most defined spleen ever. Uh, and so that's been interesting to unpack that as well, mm -hmm. where I realized like my three line kept wanting to mutate things and grow things. Right. And like my one line mm. was like reading all the marriage books. I got married at 20 uh, also. So mm. I was like trying to figure out how to be the perfect wife. And then, and he's like, why don't we just chill and like have some fun. <laughs> of course you would say that two four generator. My husband is also a two four generator. Oh, no way. <laughs> I call him a caveman because he's defined spleen, sacral heart. That's mm. it. Which is interesting for a generator to be so open. Mm. but he's very like everything is very simple and, and i complicate mm. things a lot which I, is true it's my design i'm a mental projector yeah I, i'm complicated because i don't know where to grab like where to mm. put myself half the time and yeah i think that the relationship aspect is really cool because it's not just romantic relationships but it's the people that you are around a lot of the times maybe you meet a new person i work at a restaurant so i'm yeah. always around people um and it's interesting to know what they are yeah even if they don't give a shit about what you know and i'm like oh. well yeah this is why you act crazy at work <laughs> and i know and you just have to live with it <laughs> uh, that, i mean and that's the thing like it does it for you you know you don't no one else needs to know human design if you know then mm -hmm. you could accept other people right Yes. Um, and they can still be themselves and do whatever they're going to do. But you just, yeah, you're just like, yeah, I know. I know. It's okay. It's not your fault. <laughs> I know okay. why I hate you. <laughs> I know why we just don't get along at all. Yeah. Um, I feel that about a certain mental uh, manifesting generator in my life. I won't say who it is. Mm. I don't think she'd ever listen to this, but yeah. she's got a defined heart too. Mm. So it must be something else in her that like, anytime I'm around her, I'm just like, I don't like you and you know manifest and generator sometimes yeah. can't live with them can't live without them I, there's some that i really <laughs> love and i'm like your energy is amazing and then yeah. sometimes i'm like get yeah. out of here um i had 
there's been something in human design that has really mm. been bugging me for a long time. Yes, and I know a go. lot of it has to do with my conditioning personally in life. How the fuck do you trust the universe, other people, that things are going to happen if you do this, if you, if you, if you work, do your best to live your design or whatever hell we're supposed to be mm-hmm. doing, how do you know? Because mm. I think I trust all the time. I feel like I'm very trusting, but I, and I ask her all the time, I go, I don't think I'm trusting enough. Am I not trusting enough? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? How do you know when the yeah. universe is like, okay, you, you trust in us enough. No. So now we're going to give you all the stuff because yeah. I feel like I get tricked. <laughs> I feel like the universe is out to get me. Mm. And yeah, she's like me always worried <laughs> into trusting mm. them. And then wham, they're just going to be like, no, you don't get anything. And you have to figure this out all on your own because people talk about trust. Like they just carry it around in their pocket. Like it just grows on trees and you just pick it. <laughs> And so <laughs> yeah. I feel like you have a lot of trust. <clears throat> you see, you, you have this, you give off this vibe that you, one, could care less, but also mm. just have this innate, like, trust. You do too, Rebecca. And I don't, I, I, I don't trust shit. I go back and forth all the time. Um, but the easy, it's the easiest answer for me. It's so simple for me because what's your other option? That's a good point. (laughs) You don't have, there is like, oh, what am I going to go back to the life I was living before I found my design? Fuck no. I'll never go back there ever. I know it doesn't work for me. Um, have I gotten everything my mind wants and, and more since I started human design? No, I want a shit ton more money. I want a nice place to, you know, I want a lot more. Um, but to me, there's no, I, I have no other option now that I found myself because I just know how good it feels. Um, but do I trust? No. <laughs> do I still have the fears that I'm going to be like broken alone and like, whatever? Yeah, of course I do. Uh, I think yeah. every, everybody does, but to me, there's no other option anymore. I don't have another choice anymore. I, I will never go back to the life I was living previously. Yeah. It's not worth. It's not worth it. Even if someone gave me a million dollars, I wouldn't go back. You know, like it's just not. It's not worth it. Once you find your flow and like really start to feel my my ego come alive and my spleen, you know, all those parts of my chart, like feeling them come alive, to me is worth more than like any amount of security or safety or uh, whatever. Yeah, I guess I don't really think about my life before as being very different. Mm. When it, it like, cause I, I mean, I still, I worked at a restaurant then I just do it less yeah. now. So I worked 10 years in a restaurant. I, I don't know, know if you knew I that. Know. Okay. I, yeah. I did read that about you and I'm like, oh, he knows. Oh yeah. <laughs> he knows how much it sucks. You gotta, you gotta get out of there. <laughs> and the thing about it is. <laughs> That's what I keep telling her. The, the, more, the more that I'm in this, the human design stuff, the more I physically cannot do this. Like one yeah. shift and I want to lay down for like a day. Yeah. My whole body feels like cement and like I'm stuck to the yeah. ground and I can't do anything. And it well, this is the, this is the problem. And I'm going to have a girl, uh, we're going to have a conversation and she's putting together, she's a projector as well. And she's in the, the service industry. We met in the service industry for a long, long time. Um, and she wants to do a program specifically aimed at service industry people. And I have a big, um, 
hypothesis that the service industry is packed full of projectors because we know we're not built for the nine to five. And we're like, okay, well, we're very good with people. We can read people like crazy. We're, you know, very aware and, and we can be the best people pleasers really and therapists and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, but when you're stuck in there, we use so much of our energy, the little energy that we don't even have that by the time you're done working, there's no momentum left for you to, to start to build something else that you're really going to love. That's going to take you out of the service industry. So I think the service industry for me was just a fucking black hole. It's, it's a terrible. treadmill. It's so hard to get out, especially if you're a projector. We're good that's at a, it. Yeah. And it we're makes you efficient. money. We run circles around everybody else. I have hanging gate 34. So I know I'm always hooked up to something <laughs> and I'm always flying around. I'm really good at it. And yeah. I think that's part of the reason why it's hard for me is because I don't want to be, I'm like, why am I, I don't want to be good at this. Yeah. Cause then I, like you said, it's like a black hole. You feel like you're stuck. Yep. Yep. Um, well, <laughs> when I can pay my rent, then I guess I can leave, but I don't know what else to say besides that. That's the big part yeah. of the trust that okay. gets me is because, okay, go Rebecca. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cause I, I have thoughts about this too, but I just saw Travis's face. I feel like, I feel like Travis will say it better than I can. <laughs> what do you want people? <laughs> What how, do you want? How long have you been serving or wait or in the restaurant oh my industry? God. 25, oh. four years. And you can't pay your rent yet? I mean, I do, but I don't, I can't next month if I don't do it. It's, I'm telling you, it's, it is the, <laughs> it's a vicious, it's like an Austin Powers so when he's like, I eat because I'm unhappy and I'm unhappy because I eat. <laughs> you know, it's a vicious cycle. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Where what I see in myself was that I didn't value what I bring to the world, which is my awareness, which is my ability to guide, which is my who's going to want guidance from a fucking waiter. This is why I felt like shit my whole life and had zero self-worth. And when I found out oh, you have a defined ego, you have consistent self-worth. I'm like, OK, well, I must have got the wrong chart because I'm fucking worthless. And that. This is what I, you know, we're hustling. Uh, you're hustling in that business. And it's like, mm -hmm. I got to work harder to make more money. This is why I'm broke is because I'm not working hard enough. I got to hustle harder. It's the opposite. It is the opposite. It's like, I need to love myself when I'm sleeping at two in the afternoon and not doing shit. You know, it's, it was so hard for me to um, re reconcile that. And so it's just like, you see people in their fifties waiting tables, oh, I bar, with, I bartending. People, yeah. you, it's like, it's a road to nowhere it, it is until it's you just... decide like I, so I, I hit rock bottom and this was the, this is why it was so easy for me because I was like, okay, my health is like shit. I'm still broke. I'm not successful. I've been working so hard. Um, if, I, I'm just going to try out my experiment. And if I wind up not being able to pay my rent, that's okay. Something will happen. Like what, a, like, you know, I'll have a couple months squatting before I, the police come to kick me out or whatever. But I really got to that point where I was like me being alone and broke okay. so hard. and, and, a, and in my design is a better life than me struggling forever. I honestly believe that, but it took me 
it took the universe, uh, yeah, hitting me over the head uh, to get there. Well, I mean, I feel like that's where it's going because I don't know. It's like, like I said. But I, what's the I, feeling I that comes up for you when you can't pay your rent? Then what do you, how do you feel about yourself? I've never not been able to pay my rent. Yeah, but what if you can't, then how would you feel? Then I would, I have two dogs and a husband. Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? I would freak the fuck out. I'm survival, okay? Survival of you. <laughs> I'm caves. I, I don't like shit to not be secure, which is so weird because it feels very first line to want like all this foundation. Yeah, but when every, I have like none. To me, that's just, uh, just all boring because everybody has the same fear. I don't care what your, what your human design chart says. I really that's don't. True. Everybody okay. has the same three. I'm going to be broke. I'm going to be homeless and I'm going to be alone. Those are the major three. And to me, it's, a, it's like, wow, homogenization is real because we're all scared of the same three hypothetical things that don't happen to the majority of people. I know. You, I know. Like, I felt, I'll tell you how I felt, worthless and not good enough and like I can't keep up and like I have nothing to give to society and all my dad issues started to come up because he would tell me I'm lazy and I don't have a good work ethic. Mm -hmm. I'm really, I really think a problem with, not a problem with human design, but a problem with the way we use it is we don't go into our embodiment practices and start to dig deeper into our feelings and why, you know, for me to get over this, I don't need my human design, I need to go dig into my dad issues. You know, I need to uncover why I feel worthless if I can't um, be consistently productive because I'm not consistently productive. We're fucking projectors, you know? <laughs> right. So for me, it's like, there's a lot of deeper wounding and um, trauma that we've all experienced that really get in our way. And human design can be the map to living your life. But until we embody and heal those those old traumas and wounds like it's really hard to move past uh some of this stuff well rebecca you know how much i i enjoy looking into the past and talking <laughs> about my past right we did we oh, love yes i, I you get that. so excited every time i, I bring will, it up I, it's not I just, relevant it's not relevant we're in it is present. relevant it it's is so relevant, relevant because it comes into your present i know it's we're the same because... we're the same person me and you i'm just like talking to myself like not that long ago i know <laughs> and it, but it's crazy because i i know what you're saying and i know if i couldn't pay rent my husband could help my husband's like i have fam i have like yes. a bunch of people that would do it for me and help yeah. me and I've reconciled a lot of the stuff, like the inconsistent energy. I'm, I've gotten, besides the work part, I've gotten yeah. pretty good at allowing myself to rest when I need rest, not being productive and not specifically with this podcast. I asked Rebecca, when do we put these out? Like, are we doing yeah. a schedule? And she's like, no. And yeah. we're both okay with that. We're like, cool, we'll just do it whenever we want. And a little bit of my heart is like, but hey, people, you gotta be consistent. People won't like you if you're not consistent. But I was like, yeah. shut up. So yeah. I'm, I'm better with certain things, the money yeah. and like the security, financial security is like yeah. my big, like, I don't know where yeah. to go with it. I don't know. I, so I, yeah, then I think money is probably the number one for everyone I've ever worked with and myself too. Mm -hmm. um, but I, there's a really great um, audio that's like, no one, we're not in the money game anymore. That was old, 
old news. Now you're in the you're in the success game as a projector, which to me means recognition, really. Uh, yeah. You know, you're in the satisfaction game if you're a generator. You're in the you know what fill in the blank. <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely easier said than done. But for me, like money started coming easier when I started to be recognized. That's the way I make money is through first being recognized. So if I'm not being recognized and I'm running around trying to make money, it's not going to really work. And even if it does, it doesn't feel good. Same thing with generators. Like they, you could be very um, wealthy and miserable, uh, but if you're satisfied, eh, it's supposed to it's supposed to come, you know? So I think that's the part where people get hung up is like, I'm not going to really try this experiment because I'm worried about the money. And so you never find out, you never really know. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting that you say that because I was looking at the parts of my design that annoy me, like um, <laughs> my alternating appetite and other things. And I'm yeah. like, have I actually tried to do any of this stuff? And I'm like, no, because yeah. I think it's stupid. I like the other parts <laughs> and I'll talk about gate five because I love gate five. I'll talk about all the parts and too. stuff. I love it, but I hate it because it really wants me to be structured and have like routines mm -hmm. when I'm not like, I'm, I'm basically not supposed to, I'm, I feel yeah. like my motivation innocence says you're not, you don't have any of that stuff. Like don't have any of that stuff. Mm. And I'm, I'm pretty, I don't know. I just kind of do whatever I want to do on the days that I don't have to work. I'm just like, let's just do whatever happens. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I, ha I feel like you're right. There's a lot of stuff we all bring to the table. It doesn't matter what your design is. There's all these, these general hangups because we've yeah. been conditioned from living yeah. most, I mean, not all of us are living in the United States, but and yeah. I grew up here, you grew up here, you grew up here, but you're not here all the time, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love how I clap for everybody's travel and I don't like to travel. <laughs> I don't like airplanes. I don't yeah. like new place. I I just like to be in my little cave and I don't want anyone to bother me. <sighs> I'll travel for you. It's okay. Thank you. Well, it looks, I mean, it looks super fun. I really have like a hang up about planes, like a mm. big one. That's the main thing. Like a fear? Yeah, because yeah, it's control. I don't have, I'm in a okay. fucking tube in the sky. I don't have any control of that shit. It smells bad. There's other people in here. I don't like these people. I have babies crying. No, thank you. <laughs> but the food, the food's so good though. I don't, I don't think I've ever been on a plane long enough to eat the food. Like I'm just it doesn't. Around. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, I was, sure was going to say anything. I was like, I guess you like it. But. <laughs> I, flew, I flew to Hungary when I was 14. And I remember the apple juice being really good. Mm. That was the only thing I remember. You know what's yeah. weird is apple juice. I crave apple juice whenever mm. I'm on a plane. I don't know why. I never drink it except for when I, I'm on an airplane. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I always crave a I think I crave ginger ale. That that's too. Yeah. 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 It's because your stomach's it. bubbly because it's scary <laughs> up there. Well, well, I've heard someone say that this is what freaked me out the most. They're like, do you realize that you're breathing in like, 150 other people's lungs like it's like one lung up there that's i want to wear like a me. suit like <laughs> yeah. with my own air is that i think that the whole time i think that the whole i'm like everybody is just we're all one person basically right now people this is gross you should yeah. definitely you should do that you should definitely do that why 
Yeah, get a hazmat suit and get on the oh, airplane. <laughs> they, that would not, that would work totally fine. I'd be, I'd be allowed for sure. Um, so I don't, I mean, I don't know. We don't really have a whole lot of other questions. Like I said, there yeah. was stuff when I looked, oh my goodness, yeah. this is way off of what we just talked about, but I wanted you to tell <clears> us <throat> what Ross said about tarot. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. It was just a snippet of a I don't care. lecture I, don't I was care. listening to. He was told, so what is it's actually fascinating. He was told specifically because when he was put, synthesizing all these ancient wisdoms together, he was told by the voice not to include tarot because it's gotten way too far away from the, the real meaning of the, of the system and the way that, that it's meant to be used. Mm -hmm. Um, but Tim, so, you know, I've had, I have friends that do tarot and I've had like really interesting readings and it's been like super fun. Um, but it was just fascinating for me to hear number one, that it came up in the, in his experience. Yeah. Uh, and number two, like, yeah, he was told, I guess not, it, it wouldn't be synthesized for, um, that was the reason he gave. So for me, it feels very fun. It almost feels like a woo woo game. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't, it, it feels real, but also like, well, if this, Thing that the card says doesn't happen that's yeah. fine too when people ask like yes or no questions it really confuses me uh, because do you i don't I know don't, i haven't experienced that <laughs> i would to me when i when i look at it it's like wow okay the 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 level of interpretation it's all is like what it's like like astrology you have to interpret a little bit too but there's way more science involved when you look at this card and there's like a picture drawn and there's like the like we we're talking about the swords and stuff like you if you weren't the original like it, it's like a massive game of telephone with all these systems you know but that mm -hmm. to me it's like I, I i don't know enough about tarot to be commenting on this honestly so everyone who does tarot out there i'm sorry um, but for me, when I just look at it on the surface, it's like, wow, th it, it, there's so much left to interpretation of what these symbols mean. And they, it's, they allow for, I mean, it's very intuitive. So yeah, yeah, you can yeah. interpret one card a million different ways. Yeah. And it's interesting to me because I watched this documentary and this guy had asked a question, had her pull cards. And then he asked the same question again, like immediately mm. and had her reshuffle and pull cards again. And she got different cards. But the way she said it was very similar to the way she interpreted the first set of cards. And I think mm. that she was, she Intuit, just was like, yeah. oh, well, this could mean this, but it also means this and this and yeah. this. And just as we were talking about before, I thought that swords meant penises, but it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it, it Maybe might. that was the original translation. We don't Maybe. Know. And, there's, and there's certain cards where they talk about it like as like, uh, uh masculine energy and i'm like they mm. mean dick they're just not saying it um, <laughs> but yeah well now I've, dick dick could be a feminine energy now i guess I'm exactly sure. but swords and <laughs> in, in in tarot is like air and it's like intelligence and and the mind uh, and like mental activity and so yeah. i thought that was interesting because i pulled off swords for our, yeah. our little meeting here today so well that would make sense yeah, there's a lot of mental activity happening between the three of us. I think it really depends. I mean, this is another great point of like even human design and anyone who's doing readings or doing any kind of healing work, like it really, they're the vehicle that the information's moving through, mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. So everyone, if you're intuitive, if you're, you know, we all have different medicine to bring. So it's going to take on your flavor when you deliver it. And that's, mm -hmm. I was, when I first started with human design, I was so like, I want, I need, it needs to sound like this. And I need to make yeah. sure I say it like yeah. this. And oh gosh. If yeah. I give them the wrong information, I suck yeah. at this. 
And then I realized that I couldn't do it. My, I had to do it with my voice in my way. And mm-hmm. as long as I was being authentic and, and trying to just kind of be there to support the person and guide the person, it didn't yeah. matter how I said it or what I said. I wasn't giving yeah. wrong information. Um, but that took me a little while because I liked the voices of my mentors and I was yeah. like, I have to sound like them yeah. and because they hit me so square in the brain. And I'm like, I have to make sure I do that to somebody else. And yeah. I didn't realize that I don't have to sound like them. Yeah. Well, in order to do that to someone else, you have to sound like you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's something I'm curious about your perspective on, because that's something I see in the community where a lot of people get weird, like, well, this is how Raw said it. So this is how Mm -hmm. everybody needs to say it. Mm -hmm. And um, we've talked about this, Janelle and I, but the same thing that you said, where it's like, we all have our own frequency. We're all kind of, it's not that we're changing the system, we're talking about it through our frequency but how do you how do you feel about the whole like raw said it this way so we got to keep it this way yeah so i'm a bit you know i I, being a one three i'm definitely a purist um and i i when i first entered human design i found jenna zoe on instagram okay i found her on a podcast okay so god bless her she got me interested into human design Uh, i took one of her reader trainings and was so excited and like this is amazing and like oh my god i'm gonna be this human design reader and oh my god like jenna she's hot like this is so cool you know and i was just like really fired up on it then i don't know how this happened but someone sent me a raw lecture and i think i cried Mm -hmm. i was sitting next to my partner at the time um it felt like he it's not even it's like he was speaking to my soul but also like hit me over the head with something like you were shocked into alignment it was like it was like something just happened to me whereas jenna zoe i'm like i got like stars in my eyes you know thinking look this is going to be fun love and light uh way to make money um and raw changed my life in Mm -hmm one minute so for me if you're in human design and you haven't even heard the man speak this is a huge disservice to the the integrity of of the knowledge and i'm Mm -hmm. a big believer in that we have to keep the language the same um, Mm -hmm. because words carry a specific frequency with them Um, so when i see people switch up the wording i don't feel that frequency anymore i'm like oh wait a second Mm -hmm. this is way different and uh you know a manifester my partner was a manifester and we were listening to him speak about the types and he he started talking about manifestors and we were like like crying and laughing and like it's it's hard to hear you have a closed and repelling aura mm-hmm. but there's so much truth in that have you met a fucking manifester they yeah. know that their aura feels that way. It doesn't mean you're a repelling person. You're the one of the most magnetic people ever when you're doing what it is that you want to do. But to me, it's like, we're not sugarcoating to make sure we're not hurting anyone's feelings. You know, that's mm-hmm. not the business I'm in. I have a manifester brother, a manifester brother-in-law, a manifester ex-partner. I know their fucking aura. It's amazing the way it's it's described and it's so healing for them to hear that 
it's it's not like he's he's like it's not like it's a uh, people i don't know people take words and then make them mean a certain thing and then it mm -hmm. just gets all like jumbled up where like if you understand the beauty in that aura um, and the power and the impact that it has then those words aren't negative words anymore they're actually mm -hmm. extremely powerful special words but i think there's so many people in this community who are like we need to protect everyone's feelings because they can't handle the truth they can't handle the real way i know better i'm going to caretake everybody so i'm going to change up all the words and to me it's like who the fuck do you think you are taking this amazing information and then robbing someone of a real experience of hearing um, how impactful that the original terminology and language was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel a lot the same way about our authority because it's always you know, <laughs> authority or like none. Mm. That was yeah. the first word. When you I, just have none. When I saw it was none. And it, <laughs> how does that it, for you? I'd love to it's hear an, that. It's annoying, but it's not, you're correct that it's not wrong. Like it's not the wrong terminology, like repelling for manifestors can hit your ear and you're like, oh, but you're right. It's not, it's not wrong. None to me, it, it felt at first, it felt very disempowering and very much, oh, I have the outer authority. That means I have to trust the universe and I don't want to do any of that. Um, we already talked about your trust yeah, in me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, oh, my whole goddamn authority is not, I don't do anything. Thanks. Thanks a lot. No control ever. Cool. Thank you. Um, but I think it describes it so well because it can't be described. Yeah. Like I really, when I mm. talk to other mental projectors about our authority, I'm like, there's really no name. You, you'll hear sound warning, environmental, none, all, all a bunch of different names. But to me, none of them really capture what it is because you really it's not any one thing the mental projector authority mm. is so different for each mental projector mm. and to me it's one of the the most different like the most yeah. fluid of authorities when i first learned about human design i screwed up my put my birth time in wrong mm. i was a three five sacral generator for like four months and I remember being so happy that I was like, oh, sacral. So I listened to this and say, yes or no, or maybe like, that's all I have to do. This is so cool. And it felt right, but not at the same time. Like it felt off center. I was like, this is, I think this is how this goes. And I know why it felt right because generators are everywhere and we're all conditioned to be that way. So I was like, I was getting into that conditioning, but something felt off hmm. and then i figured it out and i got really pissed at human design for a while and i wouldn't <laughs> i burnt that bridge i was like i'm burning this shit down i hate it like i messed this up so bad and then i had to look at myself hmm. and i had a very similar reaction to when you listen to raw when i actually saw my my most projector chart like the first hmm. time i saw it i cried but i was very angry like hmm. i was like this is i don't this is so much work like i don't want this hmm. But then another part of me was like, actually, you're just like staring right at yourself. And this is what that feels like. So yeah. get used to it. That, <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not work. You know, people, uh, it, it, it kind of exposes all the things that you don't like about yourself, but then you realize that it's not you that you're not liking. Um, it's the parts of you that you have been telling yourself are missing, you know, all the not self mm -hmm. areas, all the open areas. So that I think is 
hard because it is like you just said, it's a mirror of literally who you are. Um, and you feel like for me, I felt it. Like I could pretend I wasn't that person, but like I already knew I was that person. It didn't tell me anything new. It just mm -hmm. told me yeah. exactly what I felt inside. I was like, fuck, okay, I guess I'm right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is it, hard. Yeah, it really let me off the hook for a lot of things that I was not comfortable being off the hook with. I wanted to be on the hook. I was like, uh, no, yeah. I need like, this is what we are in this society is yeah. generators. Like I have, I'm, but I, I don't know. Like you said, it, it took me a while. I've been into human design for like five years now. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the seven year thing? I don't know, man. <laughs> did Ross like, say it? Did he? I'm sure he did. Yeah. I mean, if it scientifically goes back to the seven year cycle of our cells and you know, they've done all kinds of studies on these, these cycles. Um, what is it? What's it going to be like? All I could say is I've gone through insane ups and downs and cycles in my own human design experiment where like, I'll reach a point where like, fuck human design. I'm bored of this. I'm not doing this anymore. Yes. And then a week later, I'm like more obsessed and involved than ever yes. in human design yes. again. So yes. that's, I think that's so natural it, it going through these cycles. But as far as like, what is it going to be like after seven years? Like, I are you going to change? Do you think know. you're just going to be a different, the day that you hit seven years, are you just going to be you like wake up that morning. floating on air? <laughs> I really, so here's the thing that I think it means is our, it's when he's talking about the seven years, he's talking about our body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's not, it's been proved, it's been disproven. Like, yeah, our cells, some of them take seven years, but some of them don't take that long and they don't happen all at the same time. So we don't have like a they new don't. body. But well, I think that's what the whole site, the seven, it takes seven years for all of for them. For everything. Right? Yeah. 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 That's what they're saying. Like, yes, it all changes at different times, but through the seven years, then everything has changed. Yeah. So but it's not all brand physically... new at that like seven year mark. No, but, but so when you're, when you're starting, to, so here's what it means for me and what I feel is like my body's physically changing. Mm -hmm. Like I've been under so much stress when I was waiting tables and living my MG life and, and overexerting myself. And like, I was just this ball of stress. I couldn't even relax ever. Mm -hmm. And once I found my design, there's a relaxation that came in for the first time ever. Mm -hmm. And I started to actually feel what alignment was. And so I've really felt my, my body's healing, my body's changing. It doesn't really have much to do with my consciousness, although I am aware of how to be in more alignment. But I think over seven years of going through this kind of like body healing, I think it's going to, it is going to feel a lot different. Um, but I don't think at that point, something's going to switch necessarily. To me, it feels more of like a journey getting there. No, yeah, yeah. I'm the okay. Same. So Janelle, think of it this way, like day one, okay, your body is how it is right here, right? And then we go through and things change things go off things regrow and all of that right so then it's like this flow and so then by day seven or by day one of year eight right you've completed the seven years everything is gone so it's like sure something switched here halfway and you're mm -hmm. it but none of the cells from here exist on this day okay so it's like a physical body thing more than it is like a 
Well, I think your your awareness continues to grow forever. But when I, yeah, when he's talking about cells, to me, that's such a, I mean, human design is all about the body. People forget that too, especially Mm -hmm. you mental projectors, you know, it's like, like, we should talk about that too, because I'd love to hear your, I mean, it's such a back to the body system. It's system. It's give your authority back to your body. And everyone just wants to argue and talk about hypothetical situations that have nothing to do with anything. And it's like, what is your body saying? What are you feeling? Like, what have you experienced with it? That's all I care about. That's all I want to know. Cause I could think I'm right about a million different things, but it's like, wait a second, I'm still stressed. My body's still, uh, you know, in fight or flight. Um, so to me, it's like, we really need to come back to the body, which is why I'm such a huge advocate now of all these embodiment practices like breath work or yoga, or, you know, all these things to, you know, when I tell a generator, listen to their sacral, they have no idea what that even feels like because they're so right. detached from their sexuality and their turn on and what lights them up. It's like, wow. Okay. Satisfaction. What makes them satisfied? I don't even know. Yeah. They can't like, what does that it. mean? So what human design can't tell you what it is. Then I, I always recommend people do um, sacred sexual work or, you know, do some embodiment practice to get you back in your body. So then you can feel through the system because we have to feel our way through human design, not just think it. Yeah. Breath work was really easy for me to pick up because it's very logical. It's Mm -hmm. very, it makes sense because it changes chemicals Mm -hmm. and hormones in your body. So I was like, oh, this is logical. I love this thing. Well, and that's why the embodiment work is important. The nervous system work, like you were saying, like mm-hmm. calming our nervous system, learning to that. And then if we look at the seven-year thing too, um, so, so this day one person is stressed about certain things, right? So then that stress stays in your body and in your cells for certain time. So Janelle, mm-hmm. that's why the past is still in the present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Rebecca. It kind of <laughs> stays in there. <laughs> I know, I know. And why the nervous system work is so good. Like Travis was saying, we got to move through it. We got to get in our body. And yeah, that was a hard one for me to figure out. But having my chart as a map helped me to understand why it was difficult for me to get my body and how to get into my body. Because I do feel like a floating brain most of the time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We so, can, you, can you describe that more? I'd love to hear like what it uh, feels like to be a mental projector. <laughs> and those are probably the most questions I get. Yeah, they, they well, are. I get so many mental, I feel so bad because I did a live once and I was like, I have a really great audio for mental projectors of someone like describing their um, authority. And then I never sent it. And then I promised it again and still never sent it. So I had like a lot of people reaching out. Just send them to us. Send them to us or to the environment. Yeah, we have a mental projector Instagram called the environment HD. Okay, I'll share all of this after Um, on my Instagram. But that makes us happy that you had like, because we're always like, where are they? We need to find all Mm. of them. But yes. you, you talk about how it feels and then I'll talk about how it feels because we're different. Well, I know for me, it's interesting because again, one, three, um, yeah. got gate 47 in my son. So like all the mental energy is so strong. And I know pre-human design, it was a lot. I didn't know how to get out of my head. I was, I did CrossFit for many years and I was mm. a coach and because it was the only way that I could get into my body mm. because you can't overthink and slam yourself into the body. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, if I wanted to clean the weight, I had to just do it. And it, it taught me how to not overanalyze. Mm. Um, but now my body's exhausted and I just can't do it yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it really does. The only way I can describe it is I feel like a floating brain most of the time where it's just mm. all happening up here. And 
one thing that was interesting too, once I started in my experiment, I remember one day I was feeling really overwhelmed with stuff. So I just stopped and I listened and it was like, I could hear all seven not self voices, like yelling mm. at me at the same time, just freaking out about everything. So I do, I do breath work too. I do breath work every morning. Um, I do, I'm a Reiki master, EFT tapping, like all kinds of stuff to get me in the body because the mental stuff is really strong for me. Plus fear motivation. So it's just a lot, but I'm feeling the calmest I have in a long time. And it's a weird thing. Like you were talking about before, like allowing myself to rest and to just experiment with my energy and let that show up has been mm. interesting I'm also like my only channel is the channel of curiosity and I shut myself off from asking questions a long time ago because I thought it made people mad it seemed like mm. it made people mad but I'm a projector with my only channel of curiosity like mm. I'm sorry I the only way I know to navigate the world is through questions so mm. yeah that's me in a nutshell how do you feel Joe? I love uh, that because it I, I feel like um people have this misconception, like if you have an open center, like you don't have it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, look at a, a, a mental projector. It would say like, you don't have a body. You're just the mind, you know? That's and, what I thought when I first learned about mental projectors. I, yeah, that the, the I, we didn't, like this was not, not of gone. importance. It was, uh, just wasn't important. Mm -hmm. When it's the most important, like yeah. it was, for me, it was very, just like you said, having the undefined centers, we don't have a consistent access to how they feel. So learning about that was helpful for me because my whole life, when people talked about listening to their gut or their intuition, I, I was like, what are you talking, what is talking to you? Because I don't know what you're talking mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And I didn't trust anything my body ever said to me. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really good at knowing when I'm sick or when something is wrong with my body. I've I've figured out right away, like really quickly. And I've, I've had doctors even tell me, they're like, how did you even know mm. something was wrong? And I was like, I just knew something was wrong. Um, but I don't have trust in it still. That's what I'm working with. Mm. Another interesting thing that I've tried working with is most of my undefined centers have one gate. Mm. And so I will look at that gate and go, how, do you feel this? Like, when do you feel this? And sometimes I'll feel it. I'm like, oh, I feel gate five or I feel this. And I'm like, that's the sacral. That's the spleen. Those are things are talking to me now. Like that's what's happening now. Pay attention. Hmm. And then I, I kind of amass this whole library of feelings of like, oh, this is what it feels like. I know when the freaking root is talking to me because he's the worst. <laughs> that's the, I'd always tell people that same thing. Oh my gosh, Travis, we're yeah. the same. <laughs> With, anytime I'm talking to her, she's like, what's going on with your root? And I'm like, <laughs> to me, it feels like a physical energy pushing you from behind and mm. like saying, go, like just go. It's the only center to me that I feel like is an actual separate thing from my body. Just being like, mm. so that's when I really have to. I always, to, I, I always tell people like, uh, I know if I go on a date with a girl that has a divine root instantly, 
Instantly. Really? How? Like, how? My, my body starts to get fidgety. I feel more nervous. Like I, I can physically feel the uncomfortableness. Where usually, like you know, date first dates are like uncomfortable always. You know, there's there's yeah. things happening. But when the root is there, I'm just like, damn it. Like, I can't sit still. Like, I can't, like, I can feel like physically my body wanting to move. And I have the 30 or I have the 55. If they have the 39 um, or the mm. 49 and we connect one of those to the solar plexus, like, I sweat. Like, I, I don't sweat much, but like, when those get hooked up, like, I sweat. It's like so much there. more than normal. Like, that the root to me is like such a fascinating one because I think it is like Ew. the most visceral that we can feel. It is. Uh, yeah. If it's open in your chart. Yeah. And it's Absolutely. like the most, to me, it's the most inconsistent of all my energies. And I still, mm. I want like, I want to be able to tell when it's coming and I still can't. All Some of the other ones, I can kind of tell what's happening. Um, like the heart center, I get real excited and like jazzed up with the um, ego yeah mm -hmm. yeah i get and i get really like into myself like i'm uh, like my shit's awesome i love all the stuff i'm doing this is so neat and that's a nice uh, it's a nice feeling for people who don't have it very often <laughs> it is good you know what i've noticed though with defined heart people is like i can't um like travis i'll i'll go like spy on you on instagram sometimes but i can't follow you because if i follow a defined heart person for too much then i get too weird uh, like i'm not doing enough i like i get in comparison mode but my only gate is 26 so maybe it's just annoying uh, that it's <laughs> so it's interesting like you and vanessa henry um and sam like i can't follow i love all of it's like a weird FOMO jealous thing yeah it's like a it's like it's a not even yeah, like I don't know FOMO. if it's FOMO, but it's jealousy? like maybe it's a little bit of jealousy. jealousy. Yeah. But I'll also be like, well, if they're doing this, then maybe I can too. And I'm like, wait, why am I trying to copy people? Which is a beautiful, <laughs> but that's also a beautiful interpretation of the heart because they're giving you some, they're giving you a little oomph yeah. of like, actually, you can do this thing and it yeah. doesn't have to look like this. Like mm -hmm. it's because that's how I feel a lot of times with the heart is I'm jealous, but also like, thank you because you just gave yeah. me a boost mm -hmm. of confidence. Because y'all are so confident. It's amazing. Well, <laughs> when you when you align your, I was so not confident my whole life. You know, I never had any confidence at all. But also, I I've noticed that having that ego, um, when you're not solid in it, people destroy you. People mm. talk bad about you behind your back people want to pick fights with you people mm -hmm. like when you're not solid and embodied in your ego energy it's like a free-for-all for other people to come and just like take over you know it's like it's like the alpha dog or the alpha wolf who's like got like a broken leg or like a like a small injury and people are like Ooh. Uh -oh, there's going to be like you. an overthrow, you know, like he's getting kind of weak. Like let's take him out so we can kind of become the alpha. That's what it's felt like. Um, Interesting. So yeah. how did you move into your defined ego? Like going from yeah. feeling insecure, how did you take those steps? Yeah. For So to me, anything in your that's colored in in your chart, like you don't have to do anything to get it. You have to get out of the not self you have to start to get out of your own way so i've i haven't done anything to become an ego it's already there i can't not have it what mm -hmm. i've done is like stop trying to be the generator stop putting my self-worth on my consistent you know really align as a projector and then i'm starting to feel it come alive 
and mm-hmm. and it's it's more of a, an experiencing like ooh this this is interesting like i do feel confident now like fuck i am the best sometimes you know like oh this is like i'm starting to feel it come alive just for me aligning as a projector waiting honestly waiting for invitations getting recognition talking about the things that i love this mm-hmm. it, i never wanted to do a human design reading ever i never wanted to to be a spiritual person i was the most bitter like anti-spiritual like people are stupid like the world is that was me like four years ago you know so me just following the truth of my design I find myself in human design, you know, it still boggles my mind sometimes like, dude, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, how does this happening? But I'm, (laughs) and then with the ego, I'm like, holy shit, like this, it it feels so good. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't do anything to get it. I just aligned to my type, which I think is the beautiful thing of human design is you don't have to do anything to get your design. You already have it. You just have to align to your type and your strategy. And that's great. The the type part is I think is really helpful because people want more than that. A lot of times when they first start with yes. design, mm-hmm. yeah. they're like, oh, I'm a generator. That is boring. Give me yeah. more, more specific to me. And it's like, well, yeah. start there. <laughs> There's so have, much I, depth in the surface that yeah. people don't like. Yeah. Like you were saying before, Travis, like you're still like looking into the type and the centers and I do the same thing. It's like that one line keeps discovering stuff. Yeah. I have people ask me questions like, what business advice would you give me? I'm a one, three, uh, sacral generator with gate, blah, blah, blah. And then gate, and they'll give me like a channel and like two gates and be like, yeah. how does this, how does this work in business? <laughs> Just You're like, oh, cool. No. Not oh, enough no. information. <laughs> also, oh, it's not- too much information. I'm like, what does your fucking sacral say? You idiot. <laughs> right. That's all you need to know. Plus, let's just do some unlearning like you said like all you need like it's it's nervous fun it's fun to think about it but i if you look at a design holistically there's no way in hell your mind will ever be able to come to any conclusion of why you made a decision impossible Mm -hmm. a thousand and eighty different ways that one gate can express itself and you have what 26 of them and then you have the centers and then you have the transits and then you have there's no way in hell people that you could ever know if this was a correct decision i just made with my spleen or not i can't know that mm-hmm. we can think about it and have fun with it and and maybe you know but that's not the point it's like just the fucking type was the most beautiful thing that i think that they that human design gives us cuz that's what will change your life mm-hmm. not knowing all it really that. will that recognition and invitation piece. I mean, the way I was so thirsty for recognition oh, beforehand. That's a great word. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah. Uh, so stepping back has been interesting. So that that brings me to dating, though, because you were talking about dating yeah. before. And it made me think um, with dating, especially because you're the dude. So historically, mm. you're supposed to like go out and seek Initiate, things. Initiate, right? be the man. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious how you're feeling because, well, and also dating apps, like how you, uh-huh. are you on dating apps or do you have any thoughts on projectors with that? Cause I've, I just get curious about this. I just deleted all my dating apps literally yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I liked Bumble the best because <laughs> the woman has to initiate. First. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I think for male projectors, that might be the best one. Sets possibly. you up. Um, 
where do you what where do you want me to start with this um <laughs> okay i no, i i remember okay okay i was so confused as a young man because i was taught that i needed to initiate i needed to walk into the room and like be the gregarious man that's going to like control the room and attract these women and like so i had created the perfect man in my mind well i didn't know till later that it was literally the exact opposite of my chart um, oh okay that makes sense <laughs> literally the exact opposite so i could i could pull it off when i was younger if i was really drunk and around my group of friends who were a lot of generators and manifesting generators, like I could amp the energy up and be inebriated enough to, to pull it off, you know, mm -hmm. to pretend like this is the way I am. But this is the whole point of human design. It's like the reason we're meant to wait for invitation is because I could go initiate and I could get a girl and I, we could start dating, but I can't keep the facade up for too long. Yeah, it's yeah. eventually will you'll understand like, oh, no, I'm a, just a projector, you know, I just kind of like, like totally bullshitted you. So yeah. this for me was like, it, it never made sense after the fact, because I could not keep up that energetic uh, game. Um, but it's so confusing as a man, especially if you're a projector like this waiting for the invitation, you feel like, oh, man, am I not manly enough? Am I not uh, masculine enough? Like, why can't I have my brother's a manifester? I watched him throughout his whole, you know, our upbringing, like have so much impact on his friend group and so much impact with these women. And mm -hmm. I just was so confused. Why don't I have that impact? Why? Why do I feel like uh, this, this is off. And even when it was working, when a projector walks up to someone and initiates, both people know yeah, something's like, not right here. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we could pretend and like have a great conversation, but you just know physically, energetically, like something's off. Um, so I was just like, to me, dating was just so confusing uh, early on. Wow, that's fascinating. I never thought of it from like a male's perspective. Ugh. And we're or all think about a manifester woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, oh. yeah. I have a quick fun story because my mom's a manifester and my dad is a generator. And so ah, they cool. met because my dad was the youngest of four and he was like 24 and still living at home. And my grandpa was <laughs> like, I'm done. And so <laughs> he worked with my mom somehow. He's like, we need you to come house it. So my mom comes and house it. So that's how they met. Two weeks later, my dad's like, oh, I got a job. I'm moving. And she said, well, where does that leave us? And he's like, I don't know. She said, do you want to get married? And he said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and my no mom's way. still angry about it. But now that I know their designs, I'm like, mom, it literally could have happened any other way. There's yes. no other way it could yep. have happened. <laughs> yeah, she, and, she initiated him into a new job, a new place, and into yes, a new marriage. Yes. Like, I love it, that. So much initiating from my mom. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. She also refused to promise to obey him in the wedding vows <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you're such classic. a manifester so yeah. so yeah so they have that kind of dynamic so it was interesting growing up with that and then me being the generator I mean the projector trying to figure out life but yeah I was curious about your perspective with that because I've tried the dating apps too but mm. it's so weird it's it's just weird I'm like I can't get to the person through the app yeah you know it's hard to feel them energetically I mean I met my husband through tinder so I can't really uh. say anything but I agree with you it's hard to like 
now that we've been working with energy like we have for a while it's it's like i can't i can't it's almost like you can't reach them you're trying to reach them and you're like i can't get to you i have to meet you or for me it helps a lot to see someone's face and to hear their voice in video when i talk about making content with rebecca and i get super annoyed and pissed off i know i just have to make a video because (laughs) that's the only thing i can do trying to like make content and like make it look nice it's it's horrifying and the and I don't want to I don't care about that so the easiest thing for me to do is just be like okay I'm going to talk to you and then I'm done yeah well I think that's the biggest problem with projectors and dating apps is like a lot like especially one three um you spend so much energy and time and they go and they go nowhere most of the time you know i've had some great dates where it's like actually well i found human design on a bumble date um oh cool yeah yeah so i've had some great experiences where i bump into these people but i'm more of like oh i think you're attractive you think i'm attractive let's not talk for two weeks let's just go meet for coffee and i will know instantly if i want to see you again or not you know yeah like that's i think the third line is like we got to bump into each other to know what Mm -hmm. what this is going to be you you have a good amount of fourth lines too i think you have like five maybe i I think it's interesting that you connect with people in the way that you do or like want or like i need this connection or it's this is not worth it essentially yeah yeah like your heart and your fourth lines got together and said, this is how it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing your experience on that. Cause dating's weird in general, but then as a projector, like the more aligned I get to my energy, the more I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to have to live life. And the universe is going to have to throw some dude in my way. That's, I honestly think that's what happens, you know, yeah. uh, with, with everybody, it doesn't matter what your type is, but when you're lo- like, I know when I'm looking for someone, it's the worst. Um, but when I'm really in my design and like loving in my life and it's going well, there's a bunch of people that show up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the same with money too. Like, I don't know if you've yeah. experienced this, like when I just chill, I just like throw something out there, like, Hey, here's this offer that I have. And then I go hang out with my kids. Yeah. Then I just randomly get people signing up for things. Yeah. But when I'm actively trying to yeah. market myself, crickets, it just yep. is weird. Okay. Marketing yeah. is the I totally worst. feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. I like marketing, but, uh, yeah, I just feel like selling people. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do it in a specific way as a projector. Cause obviously we have to talk about what we do. Yeah. Um, but like I had this manager and coach one time and she's like, you have to show up every single day on your stories and talk about your offer all the time. time, sell, time, sell, sell, time. Sell. <laughs> I'm like, and I burnt out so fast after like a yeah. week. <laughs> And she's like, what's wrong with you, Rebecca? You're telling the universe that you're not worth it right now. You need to show up. Oh, it God. was a disaster. Oh, God. And she this said, my nightmares. I know. And she claimed to be into human design. And I'm this like, why I can't sign up. Projector? This oh, is why I can't God. sign up for any business things. I want to Don't because I suck at business, but I know they're going to tell me that shit. They're going to, yeah. they're going to give me structure where I don't want it. And they're going to say, if actually, you're not showing up, you don't want it. You don't want enough. <laughs> That's like heart center, not self like banners. Yeah. It's so insane. Yeah. She was toxic as fuck. Well, but... <laughs> a lot of the coaches lead with that though. Like 
Yeah. You have to, you're but not do. trying hard enough or you're not wanting enough. Yeah, but it's this, it's so boring and so homogenized and it's just a way to prey on people's not selves yes. and get them yeah. to give you money. To me, my biggest issue with them is like, they don't give a fuck what your results are most mm -hmm. of the time. They'll, no. they'll just shame you into you're not showing up enough. Yeah. You're mm -hmm. not working hard. Like there's all, the, so many coaches are so good at manipulating any conversation into it's mm -hmm. your fault. It's because yes, of you. the gaslighting. They just gaslight the crap out of you. And it's like, wait a second, why don't you actually listen to what I like? I've, I've witnessed this. I don't work with many coaches, but I've witnessed this in my work. Um, and it's like, wow, they are so skilled at gaslighting these people into thinking that they're not worthy and they're not working hard enough and they just need more. And, oh, I'm a thousand dollars a month now because like you need to uh, invest in yourself and you get what you give back you know like yes it's, it's all repetitive bullshit yeah. that comes out of these people's mouths most of the time yeah. you know? it and makes I, me sick i had a hard time charging until i realized that reading charts is really niche and not a lot of people know about it and i was yeah. actually spending time and energy learning about these people yeah and so maybe i should charge for that and that's kind of how i went about it but it's very much like I want to share this with you and I'm here if you want support, but I'm not yeah. going to tell you how to, I can't tell you how to do anything. I can tell you how I do stuff yeah. like third line share stuff, but that's pretty much as far as I can go with my coaching. I don't call myself a coach. I don't, yeah. what do I call myself? A guidance counselor. That was a term I came up with yes, the other yes. day. I was like, Which can I just I be a cool like camp counselor? Like, who's like, you do you bro, but maybe you should yeah. try this. Yeah. But I think that's perfect with the Sphinx. But I I will say I'm working with a coach right now, but it's in this like group program. And the way that it has healed me in so many ways, because we had this group call and I got on, I just started talking. And it's like, for me to be able to show up in soundboard in this amazing, beautiful community yeah. of people who genuinely care. And I've been following this coach for a year and she's amazing. The only reason I was able to invest in this program with her and just me showing up and talking, it's, that's when I got the tingles and realized like, this is the mm -hmm. soundboarding. This is the support I need. Like I literally just mm -hmm. need to be in this environment mm -hmm. and that gives me what I need to move forward in, in mm -hmm. this business. Me trying to do it by Very myself cool. as a mental projector, as a one, three, like all the inward stuff I have, like it, I just get stuck in my head and I get really mm -hmm. weird. So <laughs> you're not weird. I had someone try to invite me into a container thing recently. And I said, the first, only thing I said was how much does this cost? And she never responded back. And I was like, I need to know must, this. Must've been uh, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not trying to, I know we're, like you said, we're, we're supposed to throw all the money in the world at things to make ourselves better. But uh, I need to know, like, you need to be able to tell me how much your thing costs please. Yeah. Well, and that's another that's thing. The biggest red do. flag ever. Yeah. They like, won't tell you because they're like, let's talk about all the other things. First. You have to do a discovery call with me first and then yeah. I'll tell you how much yes. it cost. Yeah. I'm like, no, just put it on your website so I can see it. Come on. <laughs> because of, like, maybe it's just a projector thing, but like it's seeing through people's bullshits too easy. You know, mm -hmm. like for yeah. me, it's like, oh my God, like you can see through shit so easy. And it's just like cringe worthy. Most of the stuff that's, that's oh, out easy. there. <laughs> yeah. 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 It took me a while to trust myself with that though. Cause the whole reason I invested in this coach, cause I was still kind of in my thirsty phase and I just wanted recognition and I wanted, yeah. well, plus being a single mom, like I, I wanted 
success and I wanted it quick so I could take care of my kids. Yeah. And so it kind of, she kind of manipulated that whole situation. And I, I went off on a martyr mode because I felt so bad Mm. that I invested in that and wasted my time and money. Mm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, learning learned experience. I learned a lot. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Um, I had one last question for you. And then okay. if Rebecca has one, and then if you cool. want to say something. Um, <laughs> see, I have to plan. I have to like plan it. First, second, third. I don't know why. Uh, like <laughs> well, thank you. If you could say something to you when you like first uh-huh. were learning about human design from your place now what would you want to say to yourself? When I first found human design? Like when you first were getting into it and we're learning about it, is there something you would want to tell that person? No, I did it perfect. <laughs> I, that's such a good answer. When we <laughs> talked about this before, I was like, I would say relax, bitch. <laughs> you're too intense. But okay. I guess you, you're right. We did do it. We all did it. I'd say chill the fuck out too. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because at first I, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, don't I, don't for something in. I don't know. I don't know. I like something. I, uh, mine was like, it was very authentic. And I, like I said, I never wanted to do a reading. I never wanted to do this uh, for other people at all. So my journey, like I felt has been very aligned and like, you know, I got oh, the invitation good. and it was okay. And then I did it. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What would you say, Rebecca? Uh, well, honestly, the same thing. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> hey, I immediately. That's what I want to say to myself now. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the time. It's kind of a daily mantra. I guess that's true. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> young you, I would say the same thing now. Yeah. yeah yeah i am way chiller than i used to be so that's fun to look back on but mm. but yeah i think i just went down a whole one line rabbit hole spiral at yeah. first trying to figure everything out and figure yeah, out the same. right thing right mm. and so i mean but it was fun but also like yeah. you said travis it's also perfect how it was like i wouldn't yeah. really change anything i see how it was unfolding and yeah we had and, to do make our mistakes and do our yeah perfectionism yeah. I had to be a three five crap. sacral generator for a minute <laughs> should do a whole episode the on most that. I would common love to hear that three five months. sacral generator the most common basically well one of the very most common is it oh, I I, the three five is incredibly common yeah. and then and generators then are common but I guess if I was emotional it'd be even more common. Mm. and it was just because I put my birth time as uh a.m rather than p.m and- we are born, you're born wow. 4.37 a.m. I was born 4.39 p.m. Oh, no way. And when I first did my birth <laughs> time, all the chart reading software was military time. And I just put yeah. four. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was that's the what only chart that I screwed up. I run a ton of people's charts after that because I was like, yeah. what's your shit? What's yours? I need to know. I need to know. I never messed up anybody else's. I did military time perfectly for everybody else's. Mm except for mine yeah well and i feel like that's such a three six way to get into human design oh my god right? it's like, like just, <laughs> let's just it's, bump into this thing just like fall on the floor in the middle. Down. Here, here I am. <laughs> like, it was and when i realized i did it like you guys i can't even tell you how dumb i felt like it was the most 
I don't know. I've never felt that third line in my whole gosh darn life, except for that moment. But like you said, it had to happen that way because then I had to go and go, oh, I fucked this up and look at my mental projector chart and go, oh my God, this is, I can't look at this. This is too bright. And then I threw it away and I unfollowed everybody I knew on Instagram <laughs> and I wouldn't. And then I would like sneak looks at people's stuff. And I'm like, oh no, you can't, can't look at that. That's yeah. stupid. You don't like those things. And I'd like read my books and secret. It was really weird. And secret from yourself. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, this isn't logical. This doesn't make any sense. This isn't smart. This isn't what the, the society says is smart. Yeah. Like this isn't it. Yeah. And then I realized that society is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. well, this has been amazing. I'm just going to say that. And is there anything else that you want to say to us? <laughs> Are you talking to Rebecca? <laughs> you, I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh yeah, she was too. I forgot. I skipped you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You <laughs> went from one to three. Man. <laughs> Well, we're going to go that way. Now we're just going to go like this. <laughs> you guys go ahead, Travis. <laughs> I, wow. I, I don't know. I've loved this conversation. Um, cool. I, I think the vibe I'm really getting is like, wow, this has been fucking fun. And uh, what I see out in the human design world is like not many people are having much fun anymore. And it's getting very, uh, yeah, uh, we got to be correct. And we got to have rules and like I said on a previous post, it's like the people turned it into a religion, which, you know, it, it makes sense why that would happen because we're humans. Um, but I just like love what you guys are doing. And I think we need to have these just like fun fuck around conversations <laughs> and just like talk shit and say things because it's like, what's the point otherwise, you know? So if you're out there trying to get it right, oof. You know, there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of threes on this, on this podcast. Right yeah. now. Screw, it, screw it up on purpose. <laughs> That's what I tell people go uh, against your design, go against yeah. your authority, go against it just to see what it feels like. Yeah. You're not going to die. You're just going to see what it you, feels like. You will gain yeah. information. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the whole thing, like I, we, I did that for 30 years. Right. right. And I know it doesn't work because I did a 30 year experiment on my not self. <laughs> So yeah. that's why I'm like, okay, this is so obvious to me. But if you're not sure, yeah, by all means, like fuck it up, initiate, do the whatever you want to do, you know, but yeah. you'll find guaranteed that alignment starts with your type and your, your strategy. Like it really has worked for me. Mm -hmm. um, it's really brought so much amazing shit into my life. And this is why I love this system so much. And I think human design will never, ever get the credit it deserves of how divinely orchestrated and fucking deep and amazing and mystical and logical. And it's, it is fascinating, mm -hmm. this information. And, and most people will never get to the, the, they'll never get to a point to be able to see it for what it really is, which is like, what the fuck mm -hmm. yeah. we have been gifted an insane system here. Um, yeah, I forget that sometimes uh, the vast majority of people that will never even know what their type is and don't care to know. Because well, I'm so immersed in all the people that are super into this. Yep, I know. Like, who else I is even out sometimes. there? <laughs> I know. You're like, I'm like in the real world. I'm like, I bet that kid has 2343. <laughs> but, but that's the awareness piece because it's really cool to like. Yeah. Cause you're like, maybe they do, or maybe they don't. And they're just like going and get, this is their conditioning. Yeah. It really yeah. kind of has you see people in a different way yeah. and with well, an one, awareness. One last thing I'll also say, 
because I go through my phases of being bored with human design. He was told so much weird shit, you guys. Like yeah. so much mystical, like magical, like insane shit. So if you're ever bored, like I, what I do is I'll go dig into like a cosmology, uh, re, you know, uh, audio, or I'll go, you know, um, look at the, the mystical way, or, you know, there's, there's very mystical, magical things of human design, just the way that it came into the world. And I think that's mm -hmm. also very lost because he wanted to make it accessible to as many people as he could and not kind of freak him out. But if you want to get freaked out in human design, you can. So I recommend going there because it's, it's just so cool. I love uh, that. It is fun listening to Raul, though. I got to ask you as a one line, yeah. because there's sometimes where he drives me bananas because he's yeah. like, okay, we're going to talk about <laughs> this thing yeah. and then goes on 12 different tangents yeah. and then kind of comes back to the thing. Like, I don't, yeah. I wanted to know about the thing. <laughs> Well, that's the, like I was talking about when I got refunded by Jovian, it was exactly mm. that he titled it one thing and he went into like a million circles and never even touched on that. And then came back around, that annoys which me. it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but also there's, I, I it don't makes know. sense. It's yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was just curious if I was the only one. <laughs> oh God, no, no. <laughs> well, he's a weirdo, man, but well, I, I listen, think about, I love like, listening to his stuff. He had an experience, like it, we don't give him enough credit either for being a messenger, you know, like yeah. what, one thing he said that I was like, whoa, it tripped me out was after he had his experience, he's like, I don't have to tell anybody this. Right. And I was like, oh my God, you, he didn't. And he dedicated his life to like the criticism and the egos from people. Like he got, it, could you imagine that life? Like that must've been so extremely yeah. difficult, um, mm -hmm. rewarding at the same time, but like, whoa, I couldn't even, I'll bet, I'll bet so much information comes into the world and the person's like, I can't deal with this, you know, and they're gone or they just don't oh, say. Oh yeah. It. Well, <laughs> there's been stories that he's not the only one that got this information. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not, no, he's not. Yeah. yeah. Other people have this experience. I'm learning. New things. But he's the only one that went out and that really got the, the traction talking about, about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it I hurt. can't say when I if I get like weird shit from the universe, I don't. I don't like. And mine is just like regular stuff, so I can't imagine having a whole system <laughs> in your brain. Um, I before we came on, I was thinking about that. I actually, I don't like the term spirit guide. I don't know why it sounds real woo, -woo and not authentic. I like. I've decided that spirit energy sounds a little bit better to me at this right now. So that's where I'm going with, but there I have one and I see her and she told me her name and I can't even believe I'm this. saying this crap out loud because I don't say this shit out loud because it's weird. And I don't, but I love this stuff. This is so cool. Is okay. Not, it feels so not real life that I don't, this is where I get Travis is I'm like very, yeah. Her name is Chloe with a K, which irritated me because I was like, this, that sounds like a Kardashian thing. And I hate that shit, <laughs> but she, she was very assistant. That was her name. And she looks like me, but she has white hair. Ooh. That's it. That's all I know. See, I feel stupid even talking about, but anyway, it's this kind of shit that you were talking about, Travis, that there's like fantastical and magical shit yeah. that when you feel like, like when I get too stuck in the logic thing, I feel like yeah. sometimes I need to go way the other way. Yeah. Yeah. And allow this person 
to tell me stuff and it's or, so weird <laughs> you never love, told me this <laughs> i love chloe already she sounds like an awesome lady it's so it's weird so I even, the fact that i thought of that of her like a name and i wrote it down because it, mm. it popped in my head i'm like you have to write this down because you won't allow yourself to believe that this is a real thing mm. unless you write it down in this moment or else you'll just be like that was it's, stupid yeah. so that's kind of what i have to do mm. if i get like intuitive things which we didn't talk about your spleen but yeah. that to me is so intuition is the i guess that to me is like the trust piece that is is hard for me is i don't like how yeah. do you know that you can listen to this weird stuff that pops in like how, yeah how do you know that you can't i know you guys you guys have gotten that into my head now and i will think that but i can't <laughs> make any promises <laughs> it's been proven to me so many times that you're just like i had to accept it at one point like okay I, you know, yeah, I've had I've same. had many psychic readings, like many he healings. With like I I'm around a lot of spiritual people, um, and I've had enough experiences that I just can't explain logically. I need to do to a point stuff, where I'm like, all right. And if you if you like do human design, you have to know where it came from. The dude had a fucking seven day experience with a voice that came to him in a in a thing, and right. like like come on, it this is so, it, it's. I like, so I never real. tell people that. I never tell people that. Yeah, no one ever wants design. No one wants to talk about that. Because they're like, oh, it's a cult then? It's a cult. That's a cult. Yeah. <laughs> well, cult is. And I'm like, no, it's not a cult. Well, you just described a cult. So Yeah. Oh, and by the way, in 2027, the world's changing. You know? Right. Oh, I remember when I, when I first found out about 2027, I was like, fuck, what did I get I into? I can't wrap my head around that. I can't wrap my head around it. I but you can see it starting to happen. Oh my God. It's so obvious. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the most like obvious thing ever. Yeah. 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 This whole, the whole pandemic was a real. And he said that. that so much stuff that he said has, has come true. Yeah. yeah. And I think people now realize their time is much more important than they thought they were giving it away. So, so much yeah. because that's what they thought they were supposed to do to yeah. achieve. And now yeah. people are realizing, oh crap, like, yeah. I, I'm not here to live for my work or my boss yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. Okay, Rebecca, you're three. You're closing us <laughs> out, baby. No That's pressure. why I saved you for last. Best for last. <laughs> <laughs> the ego says save the best for first. Oh, there you go. There you go. I went first. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I do. I'm the best. Okay. No, seriously, Rebecca, you never really close this out, so you can do it because I like to. <laughs> well, I just got to say, like, I'm really, really grateful to you for sharing your time with us and for all the candid conversations. And um, I feel like we could talk for flipping ever. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. We'll, we'll have sure. another conversation. You guys come on mine too. Oh, oh yeah. that would be amazing. We, would <laughs> ask, <laughs> yes. we both just freaked out. <laughs> yes, we're both like, so now we're doing <laughs> Um, um that would be awesome yeah so thank you so much and for sharing all your energy and your wisdom um and for um placating me on the dating stuff because i'm like oh, yeah. trying to navigate it myself so i'm like how are you yeah. doing it thank you <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we could talk a lot more about that too being a one three i think uh plays a huge role too actually yeah that would be um Maybe I can have you on my personal podcast. We can oh talk about one free life. Podcast roulette. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're, here. we're, we're going to be everywhere. Train. Train. Um, because yeah, the one three aspect of life, that's something um, that I had to wrestle with a little bit too, yeah. where it's like, oh, you're the most um, 
like self-absorbed self-absorbed thank you why couldn't i think of that word because i annoyed me <laughs> is that what it is are you guys the it most is we yeah. are we're the only profile that has both oh, one, lines three. in the lower triangle. oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. so it's like we're literally here to figure shit out for ourselves like we're we're like our heads down we're like one line is learning stuff right and then three line we like bump into people we're like oh hey what's going on that's the only reason we meet people what are you doing here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never really thought of the one three like that I love yeah that. so yeah. then it's weird being in a relationship because we're like doing our thing and the other person's like hey I'm here too yeah, yeah. but but then there's also like for me specifically with all my openness like I was picking up on a lot of stuff anyway it was mm-hmm. that's a, this is a whole other hour-long yeah. conversation yeah. but uh, <laughs> thank you I'll just wrap it back up Thank you. Thank you <laughs> so much for having me. You guys are awesome. This has been a lot of fun. Cool. This has been Good. so much fun. Yeah. Thanks you guys it. for listening. And if anybody has questions or comments, we'd love to hear them. Um, yeah. This has been a one of a kind experience. So <laughs> thank you very much. Thank Bye you, everybody. See ya. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to rate and review because that helps us help more people. Is there something you want to hear? Let us know. Your idea might be our next episode.